It is that time of the week. This is my favorite part of the day. This is a new episode of Triple Set Radio with Sid Pritchers, my co-host. Yeah! Yeah! Triple Set yeah. Radio! I am so excited for this episode, you guys. In this episode, we're going to be discussing some updates on the Lakai brand shoes, how to skate in the winter, and an exclusive interview with Big Check. Triple Set Radio starts now. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the next episode of Triple Set Radio. First, let's kind of get off. How are we doing today, Sid? Let's get a little little check-in going real quick before we start. I'm doing pretty good. I'm super tired, though, and I got work in, like, I don't know, two hours? Which doesn't sound too... Like, it sounds like a good distance, but considering my phone somehow died today, pretty much, it was at, like, 13%, dude. And I didn't even use it. My screen time was three hours. How did it get down to 13, bro? I, I was going to say, what was that screen time looking like? That's, I think that's just an Apple special right there, if you ask me. Absolutely. Um, let's talk a little bit about a new song by a huge friend of uh, Triple Set Radio's Michael Camden's new song, Rush. Well, how do you, how are you feeling about it? You heard the song. Like, what, what's your opinion on Rush? I mean, I like it. It hit. I like the samples in the beginning. The samples go hard. I mean, but then just that change up, it's good. Absolutely. It's good if none of y'all have heard of Michael Camden, he is a phenomenal rapper, one of the best in Fairview. Check him out on Spotify. And let's play. Uh, let's play 20 seconds of Rush. Check the Google map, please. Please do not act hard. Act two with an X gone. Chop chop little mask off. Found dead in the asphalt. Don't mess it was your fault. Now you in the middle of a NAS song. Give me six minutes of the cash flow with the mix of the track played off. I think I hate y'all. That was a phenomenal 20 seconds of the song Rush. If none of y'all have checked it out, go ahead, hop on Spotify, or there will be a link on the Triple Set Radio story on Instagram. Follow us at Triple Set Radio. Next up, let's talk about Lakai's dropping some new shoe patterns. You know, it really, I think that with shoe brands and the skate scene dropping more more and more patterns, you know, it's it's, it's going a lot better. Up next, skate shoe brand Lakai did a shoe color contest with his fans where everybody submitted a color release. Check out the winners on that at, at Lakai on Instagram. Uh, Sid, have you ever skated a Lakai shoe? No, I have not. I haven't either, but our other co-host, Logan Arrington, is an absolute fan all the way through. Um, DC shoes are still better than basically every other skate brand. Um, I fully believe that. Nike SBs, these things have lasted me years. L Nike. Um, they have so many holes, but it's okay. They, they still, <laughs> they, they they still, still work. They're, they're rocking it, dude. I keep them in my trunk. I have about two pairs. One I barely skate, the other I are like my dedicated skate shoe. The dedicated ones, they a little beat up. There's little drawings on them, but they got like big old rips and holes in them and stuff. But compared to like uh, the Vans I used to skate in, the Vans just disintegrated, dude. That were they canvas, canvas or were they, they were canvas? Okay. They were canvas, but the suede on the, uh, just suede is a game changer. Suede oh, absolutely. Amazing. I, um, I will say, do you feel like when you start skateboarding, you kind of start sort of going into sneakerhead territory if you get too much into skate shoes? Like, oh, like sure. is, is skate, is there such thing as like a skate shoe sneakerhead? Oh, for sure. I mean, that's like a big part of skate culture is about what you're wearing and everything. And just way too many people are cared about their appearance. So they're like sitting there, my skate shoes got to look good, which I got to admit, sometimes I, I'm like, my skate shoes, I want them to look clean. I mean, I, I think we both have seen from my collection of about 20 different skate shoes. Uh, after after the heel starts separating from the sole, I normally call it a day there, unless I really like the shoe. Um, that's the one thing I do love about the Lynx, uh, DC Link Zeros, is even after the sole separates, like the glue starts fucking up, and the, um, uh, the side where you ollie gets fucked up, mm. I still find a way to skate them, and I think that it's fucking like, s skate shoes never die. If you if you if you engineer enough, skate shoes will never die. What is, what is your go-to routine when you get a new pair of skate shoes? I mean, me personally, kind of stupid. I know I just kind of go ride them, but some people microwave their shoes because there's some kind of science behind it. It apparently works to get them broken in. I don't know. 
I tried I maybe, the microwave thing on the Lynx OGs and it did not do shit. As I say, because I know my feet are like wider than most, so trying to fit into any kind of shoes just is a struggle for me. So I don't know. I, it might help me, but I don't know. It just seems kind of pointless. It's I, like skate them, wear them, use I, them. I feel like there's no. The only time where microwaving a shoe will work is if you've skated them for like a month and nothing's happening. I know there was an Adidas shoe that this one reviewer was talking about. I forget or Christian Flores. He it was an Adidas shoe that he had to do that with. Now, for a triple set radio report, how to skate in the winter. This will be the most educational thing you've ever had. Fuck school, fuck everything else. This is what you You're need to hear, okay? Cool. This is what you need to hear. Sid and Jameson's tips on how to skate in the winter. First, stay inside and go home. <laughs> skate, skate in your garage. Skate in the garage with the heater on. Skate in your garage with as many fire hazards as you can get set up. 3,000 jackets on. Actually, but, just put on double skate shoes. It... <laughs> If that's not possible to skate in your fucking garage because you're a psychopath, you put on a thermal shirt, a your favorite skate shoe brand shirt, and your favorite skate hoodie, and then you power through the first 12 minutes where you're freezing cold and you have no idea what's going on. You're trying to ollie, but it hurts. And then you slowly start taking off the layers. Layering is the best advice I can probably give when it comes to winter skating because if you fall, it doesn't even hurt. I think that's called hypothermia, buddy, when you are so cold you start taking off layers. No. The, the, yes. sca the, the, the skateboard yes. heat you up. Oh, you're right. You're right. Uh, my tip, get you some DCs. DCs, they will make your feet warm because they are so thick. Or maybe get the... Uh, Get some ES too. ES makes some thick shoes. DC has these like winterized boots that they dropped last year where they're like skate boots and it had like that the. Exists? Yes, I, I found that out last year. Um, And there was like these like wool, like uh, ins interior suede, interior like skate boots. And I really thought about buying them, but I skipped that on them last second. Yeah, I would just stay away from any kind of skate shoes made by like, as someone who skates SBs, I would stay away from Nike SBs uh adidas and stuff just because they make thinner shoes get you some like es uh why did i just forget the name what do you skate i skate dc link zero dcs all the DCs, way yeah um, get you some dcs they're just thicker don't get the slim dcs i feel like i have skated enough dcs to know the only pair of slim dcs i liked were the manuals the others like slimmer ones i just felt i didn't enjoy them dcs like they just they're they make better shoes the puff the puffier the shoe is the better <laughs> Like, I love the Lynx OG, and that's my favorite skate shoe technically, but the one I skate the best in is the Lynx Zero, just because it has the same puffy feel, but it's like that, what modern culture considers thinner. So it yeah. has like that slim upper, or that slim upper, and that lower, like, bolt sort of skate shoe. Um, Maybe get yourself some Etnies. What's your, what's your least favorite part of the year to skate? Oh, definitely fall. Fall for sure. Wait, why? Pebbles are already in it. And then you have like occasional rain with the wet leaves sticking to the road. But with pebbles already being an issue, acorns getting tagged onto that is oh, not yeah. fun. You got acorns in the road. You're trying to skate and then you hit some shit. You're like, oh fuck, I hit a pebble. And you turn around, it's a little nut on the ground. But like, how just, aggravating. Just Ollie over the nut. Well, you can't see the nut. It blends <laughs> in with all the leaves. <laughs> it's just, you just gotta. It's just all brown. It's It takes over. Is there something wrong with brown? No, I didn't say that. No, no, don't go be putting words in my mouth, okay? I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> say anything like that, okay? What is, uh, what's your favorite, uh, season of skate? For sure, summer. I love skate. Here's my only problem with skating in summer. I felt like last summer, it was the perfect weather. This summer just felt hotter. And I know that's, you know, how, that's kind of how global warming works, but this summer just felt, like, more unbearable than it was last summer. Oh, yeah, no, it's 
boiling heat. Um, I want to say there was like some days where we would go out and it would be like 98 and everybody's about to pass out and I'd be like, I got this. We can do this, guys. Water. Everybody get a water. Yeah, you go get. But I remember I bought like um, I went to Dixon and we bought like giant gallon of water and I used that for like forever. I feel like lasted me. I feel like honestly, if you skate in the spring, it's like it's not the best of both worlds, but it's not the. It's literally like the most mid season. Like the spring, it's starting to get warmer, but some days it's still a little cold. And then it also starts it's like raining all the, the whole time. Yeah. Too. So like in this in this great weather, it's just rainy. So it's like a 50-50 shot. What a yeah. I want to sort of change those a little bit. What is your favorite guitar pedal? Favorite guitar pedal? Definitely Loop. It's just fun to mess around with. Do you have a certain brand or like model that you really, really like? Uh, right now, I'm just using one I picked up. I'm using an MXR. I picked that up from my local shop. So this it's is not a Loop pedal, but my favorite pedal I have right now, I have a boutique one from somewhere. I don't remember what it is, but I have a bagel pedal. I was just about to say overdrive. that. Ex explain to everybody what the bagel pedal is. The bagel? Should I send you a picture to put up on the screen right now? Uh, that it, that's just the picture will be the picture for the triple set radio episode. <laughs> so send, send me a it's, picture of the bagel pedal while you explain it's it. It's this little orange pedal I have. It's an amazing pedal. It's, I love him so much. I got him for so cheap. He, uh, the guy who sold it to me did not sell me a cord with it. It just came with just the pedal in the box. How much did you uh, get the bagel pedal for? I think I got it for like 80. That's actually not that bad. I've heard, yeah, the, but, I've heard the bagel pedal. The bagel pedal is not terrible. The bagel pedal is putting in that work. It's. I recently, uh, today, I did not go to school because I had physical therapy uh, for my finger that got destroyed. Um, I went to Guitar Center in Nashville and just looked at their used pedal collection and I found a walrus overdrive pedal with an elephant on it that looked badass. I thought it was a distortion pedal. I was very wrong. The distortion pedal version uh, was $200 and I did not have that money at the time. Uh, and it honestly might become my new favorite thing. I might get, like, a cheapy distortion pedal from somewhere else, but this, like, I, I've never bought a pedal. So, for other people, was it you or was it Logan that always made fun of me that I've played the guitar for so long but never bought a pedal? I think I've mentioned it, but I don't think I made fun of you ever. I think I just kind of... One of you two, like, bullied me because I've never bought a pedal before. Well, I knew with you, I knew that I was just confused, I think, with knowing what kind of music you play that you didn't use a pedal before, so... I just, I always just use the amp. I thought, I thought that was the right way to do it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I'm so glad that I, I'm so glad that I bought one. Um, it is, it is an absolute game changer. Yeah. How do you, how do you feel about Big Check's music? I mean, I like it. I really, I mean, I can get behind it. For those of you who don't know, Big Check is a rapper in Fairview who has been on the rise for the last year. Great rapper. Uh, Fucked Up is his biggest hit. Most of y'all have most likely heard it. What if I were to tell you, Sid, that we get to interview Big Check today? I would be so happy, but I just, I know that can't happen. Well, the difference so. between me and you, buddy, is I would cream. And uh, that's what's about to happen, okay? I know it's no fucking November, way. but here is the two or triple set radio exclusive interview with Big Check starting now. Welcome, welcome Big Check to the show. This is Triple Set Radio. You are on the air. How you doing today, man? Very bro. Awesome, awesome. So, um, little thing in the grapevine, there's a, um, new Kevo album out with a song featuring you on it. What was it like making a song with Kevo again? Uh, you know, it's always fun making a song with Kevo. It's been my dog since, like, middle school, so we're probably gonna keep making a bunch of music. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, me and Sid actually did a little bit of a background check on your music before we got into the interview. Sid, how are you feeling about it? I actually liked it. I mean, I'm not big on rap a lot of the time. I can get behind some, but I really liked it, actually. I listened to Fucked Up to start. It was a good experience. Appreciate that, man. Yeah, man. It uh, 
That background shake was just a pleasant listen all around. I'm just excited to see where, like, what well, what would you say the biggest difference between your music and Kevo's music is? Cause like you both have like a similar style, but like you can definitely tell when you're listening to a Kevo song and when you're listening to a Big Check song. Not even from like the tone of the voice, just for like the way it flows. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Uh, Kevo is more of like a he he makes music that's like for him, and then I got the like the melodic type type stuff. So. It like it, it works honestly both of us uh whenever we do make songs together it works actually pretty well so hell yeah dude um what was your experience like starting out as a rapper in Fairview like you know no fans no like no songs out like your first song in your bedroom what was it like making that like was there like any build up to it was there like pressure to drop it like how, how did that go down so around uh, just a while ago uh I I just had a people around me making music and I was just trying to get my phone a little bit and I guess just over time it started to like you know I, I, I just found out different things to use more softwares a bunch of stuff and I guess everything just kind of got to me and then I started liking to do it and and then whenever I started to release stuff it was mainly just friends around me listening to it then it kind of grew a little bit especially with me moving from Franklin to Fairview so how are you doing with that I know when I first heard your music, it was, I was in lifetime wellness class and I had first heard, uh, I want to say it was fucked up. And then it was just the entire Ohms album, um, or the entire Ohms EP. And I absolutely, I remember I went and told, like, I, I told, I know I told Sid about it a little bit. And then I told a few of my other friends about it. And I was like, y'all gotta check this out. He's a dude in Fairview. Like he goes to the school. Um, how do you think that now that you are a bigger rapper, like being located in Fairview, how do you think like the Fairview community handles it? Uh, it's good and bad. Uh, with the attention, uh, it's not like I don't get crazy attention for it, but I kind of like to keep it that way. I'm a very uh, like wouldn't say antisocial, but sometimes prefer to be not known a whole bunch. So it's kind of nice just going to a school that people know about your music, but they're not gonna like do a bunch of extra stuff. So. Yeah, I mean, I get I mean, that. Would you say you think there's like bad attention or would you prefer to keep it more down low or would you have like an issue with you getting more popular, you think? I mean, I wouldn't have an issue with it. I mean, that's the whole goal at, and at the end of the day. So, uh, but I mean, it's always going to come with negative, uh, you know, negative attention. So if, yeah, if, I, wanted sure. to, if I wanted to grow, I'm going to have to get used to the negative attention. So, and yeah, like, I think, or go ahead. Continue, I would say you're one of those artists that like, you like them so much that you try to be like, oh, I want to keep them to myself, but you also want to see them blow up. So there's definitely that conflicting with probably a lot of people's point of views. Cause you do really have a good thing going, but it's kind of one of those things you like, you kind of want to keep it to yourself, you know? Yeah, I feel that. But the whole goal at the end of the day is to, you know, get them plays. So did you, um, did you listen to the interview with Kevo before this or have you not listened to that episode just yet? Yeah. I listened to a little bit of it. Uh, I think I listened about eight minutes of it. Yeah, but, dude. Um, yeah, I listened to it. I'm huge fans about like, just, I love the ideology of, I'm still in school, you know, I hey, maintain this job, but I'm just making this music just to have, like, a good time. It's not based on, like, man, bro, I'm trying to rack in these bands off this song. It's not about that yet. It's about just, like, I'm trying to make up music that I want everyone to enjoy, I want everybody to listen to, and, like, that is my biggest goal with making music also is just, like, just having a good time and, like, having a good time with everybody else who's also doing the same thing I'm doing. Yeah, man, it's a, it's, it's fun. It's, it's just a fun thing right now so so tell us a little bit about the ep that you dropped this summer you know i kind of just over time made a bunch of songs kind of was working with my voice and what i had i was working with it kind of put them all together uh just because uh you know i'm not a big like 
focused on dropping a whole bunch. I'm more quantity over quality. So I just, uh, I take a lot of time. I haven't posted in a while. And I mean, that EP was really just a bunch of songs that I've just worked on over the time. Yeah. And that that's, that's a good thing as well, just getting into like, you know, I have these songs that I'm making. I don't know if I want to drop them in a whole album. Let's drop them as an EP and see what people think. Yeah, it's like, it's like a, I'm just testing the waters right now, trying to figure out my, my what I got. Who would you say is like a very influential rapper in your career? Like that is like help motivate you and help inspire you to like just become who you are now in like the music scene. Definitely my like inspiration, like music wise. I say Lil Baby just cause he has that melodic, uh, that, that melodic rap that, I mean, everybody likes, so. I, I, I kind of put my stuff kind of on that, but not completely, but he's definitely one of the, like, he definitely inspired a lot. Would you say there's anybody you're necessarily making music for? Like, is there anyone you can go out of your way for trying to dedicate it to, or just somebody that got, like, besides Lil Baby, just someone personal to you that got you real inspired to do it? Mm, not really. I kind of just got into it tomorrow. I respect that. As long as you're enjoying what you're doing, I think that's all that really matters. With all the collaboration going on around, like, you know, Kevo just hit, I, I don't know even know what number his new album is astronomically growing. When is, are we going to see the next, like, big, big check release? Like, new full album, like, just, like, advertising the fuck out of it. Like, I made this, y'all need to fucking check this shit out. Um, definitely trying to make that on the, uh, Kevo, uh, album collab. I'll definitely try that, but... Uh, ever since football season's over, I've been kind of locked in on music, so definitely a lot more releases that I'll probably be promoting a lot. Hell yeah, dude. Um, Sid, do you have any do you have any input on that as well? I mean, all I can say is I'm super excited to hear it, man. I mean, I love the music scene in Fairview, and I'm glad to know that you're out there supporting it. Appreciate it, man. What was it like when Fucked Up first blew up? Like, what was going through your head when you saw the views start, or the listens start racking on Fucked Up, and you're like, oh my god, like this... It hit a hundred. Holy shit! It hit three hundred. Holy fuck! It hit a thousand. Like what? What was? What was going on in your life during that time? Um, <clears throat> fucked up was definitely one of the first songs that people kind of started to realize what I could do. And I mean, it is kind of like an overtime thing. I don't know exactly how long this song's been out, but uh, it was just an overtime thing. But I mean, it kind of gave me a little bit of a motivation to keep doing it, uh, even though the numbers aren't super crazy. I mean, they were numbers, so. I, I I just took it as a kind of I'm gonna keep doing this. Hell yeah, dude, and that's that's fucking beautiful, man. Hell yeah. I mean, I think I think we're running out of time, are we? <laughs> Big Jack, it was fucking amazing you have having you on Triple Set Radio. I am so stoked on just seeing what you do. I feel like out of probably every Fairview musician, like at, like high school based, I feel like I listen to your music the most. Like when I was doing the underscore shit for like a week, uh listening to you just come out of this scene where you fucking had no music to eventually getting into a point where you were just like release after release was really inspiring dude and i mean i'm not i'm not really like in the rap scene anymore like i was for a short period of time but i just thank you for that and i thank you for giving me somebody in fairview like to just listen to and be like excited like holy shit this this person that I know or can go to school with is dropping a release. I need to hype this shit up. Yeah, yeah, bro. I appreciate that. And I appreciate you having me on this. It was fun. Absolutely, man. We will see you later. Do you mind if we end this out playing Fucked Up? Yeah, yeah. All right. I will see everybody later. This has been an episode of Triple Set Radio with my co-host, Sid Pritchard. Yeah. And Big Check. We will see y'all next week. Peace. Fuck it up. Do what I say. Don't fuck it up. Yeah, yeah. How many 